재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 This is Koreascape, TBS EFM 101.3 in Seoul. In this week's Planet Korea, the changing Korean dream. As you heard Leah and I discuss in Generation Now, people have a whole different idea nowadays of what constitutes happiness and where they want to invest their energy. Saving every penny to be able to one day buy and own your own apartment or home was a, a, a previous generation's dream, but these days it can seem like wishful thinking because housing prices have been rocketing up for 49 consecutive months. For working and middle-class people, this is a major concern. And the Moon Jae-in administration realizes that, so they have been introducing, on a war footing really, a whole slew of measures to try and cool and stabilize the housing market. We are going to look at how younger generations view this, particularly in a psychological and an emotional landscape today, with the help of our reporter, Kang Jae-in. She's here in the studio. Hello, Jae-in. Good morning, Kurt. The housing crisis. Are you worried? Do you feel it? Oh, I'm so worried. (laughs) (laughs) While I was doing the research, I felt so depressed because... Like a lot of the things that young people said in the articles and in the comments, uh-huh. I sympathize with them a lot. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. I mean, I was even surprised, say, 10 to 15 years ago when I would come to Asia and um, in places like Hong Kong and in Korea, it was just a given mm-hmm. that, you know, almost at the moment you get married, mom and dad are going to provide you with a uh, uh, an apartment mm-hmm. or you're going to have the means to lock in an apartment on your own, Mm -hmm. which is almost unthinkable for many brand new couples in the U.S. But now prices have just gotten so out of control that um, that's becoming yet another give up by the younger generation, right? Mm -hmm. Why don't you encapsulate just some of the data points that are related to this whole housing crisis? Sure. So if I were to summarize some data related to the housing crisis, this September, the house price in Seoul experienced a two-fold increase in a month. So the average market price for a house in Seoul, they say, is over 700 million won. So if I were... if you are a person with about 2.3 million won month wage, that's about like $2,000 per month. It takes about 116 years to buy a house. When you say a house... Without a loan. Yeah, you're talking about, uh, you're using like jip, like house, but it could be an apartment, it could be anything, a villa, whatever. An apartment is, uh, I guess, the standard for the statistics. So for the recent, there was a long inter-Korean summit recently, right? Mm. But President Moon thought this... Uh, this problem was so serious that he actually requested the economic ministers to stay in the South to figure this out. That's a big deal because mm-hmm. so much of that inter-Korean stuff is economic rebuilding and cooperation and all of that. So yes. to keep them here in Seoul means there's a, a genuine crisis. Not a crisis if you already own your apartment. You know, yeah. You're, you're, you're popping the champagne uh, because there's something of a housing bubble, isn't there? Right. There is a housing bubble. So... Recently, uh, the government announced what we call a 9.13 대책 or a September 13th solution. So they proposed drastic measures to cool down this heated market. Uh, most of it includes increasing the tax for people who either own more than one houses or an expensive house, mm-hmm. usually near in the Gangnam district, and also stricter reg- restrictions on taking out housing loans and increasing the s- overall supply of houses in Seoul. Yeah, this is going to come across to some people as 
very hands-on sort of mm. tinkering with the economy, sort yes. of these almost class-targeted uh, measures. You know, mm. if you if you are wealthy, if you have multiple houses mm-hmm. and this, that, and the other thing, and you have a port, that's your choice of investment, mm-hmm. real estate. Um, you're going to get punished. This is this is a, a, a basically yes. a punishment mm-hmm. um, or a disincentive to engage in further speculation. Yes, and it's it's the the public housing making more houses. Basically, mm-hmm. I think we'll go into this, but they're um, creating these basically satellite cities mm-hmm. in the mold of Pundang mm-hmm. and all of that. Yes, yes, targeted specifically at a class, and so there's a whole sort of socio political argument about mm-hmm. should the government be that. hands-on in the economy. Right, right. That definitely there is a socio-political uh, argument about that. Uh, but it, that's really for people who actually own a house or who has the money to afford or invest in a second house. But the problem is because of this rise of house prices, it's really like a lot of people who do not actually own a house or who rent, who are like under a lease, they're, the really, they're also the people who are feeling at pinch. Mm. So uh, according to statistics, they say there's a huge increase in number of what we call 전세 and 월세 남미 or 전세 월세 refugees. So, <laughs> <laughs> Alright, just in case you just got off the plane to Korea, let's quickly detail 전세 and 월세. 월세 is basically monthly, monthly rent, rent, but it's a little different in Korea uh-huh. in that you have to put down a, usually a huge honking deposit mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you pay monthly rent. Mm -hmm. Jonsei is a funny sort of East Asian, Korean and Japanese thing that most of the world doesn't get. Yeah, I'm I'm not really sure about the term, but like you don't pay a monthly rent, but you pay a huge amount of like upfront money and just you live for like a couple of years. We're talking about 100,000, 200,000, sometimes less. Almost like the portion of the actual price of the apartment. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And it sits in the owner. The owner then can then derive the interest Mm -hmm. or if he or she is very gutsy, they Mm -hmm. can take that money and then purchase additional properties and continue. continue to speculate. It's good for build-out mode. Yes. You know, if you, you have less real estate than people, and there's always going to be that rocket demand. Mm-hmm. But uh, Jonsei is going away, right? Because the It interest is. rates are getting very low. Yes, that's true. But, um, but still, there are, like, for, for young people, especially in their 30s, they do prefer Jonsei because it's a bit more secure way of living. Because you can, like, live in the place for about, like, two or three years, where for, like, worse, like, for monthly rent, it could, like, fluctuate every month or every year. But the thing is, because of this, like, rise in house prices, it's also pushing these monthly rents and yearly rents as well. So according to uh, the Korea Invest... investors service mm. 84% of people around 20 to 30s they actually have a loan for chonsei so yeah, wow pushing them to become like house poors i guess you could say it's a form of forced saving because mm-hmm. you're eventually going to get that chonsei back right but it's but it, you need it, that money to what afford a beast it. to feed yeah mm-hmm. you know to feed that chonsei because we're talking For, for any kind of good neighborhood, j o n s e i s are very, very expensive. You very can actually expensive. buy an apartment with that j o n s e i money. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. But like, these people, I feel, are a little bit more well-off compared to young people who want to escape from what we call j i o k o So this is a play on words. So this means panjiha, like a Like a basement apartment, like uh, below flo- below first floor, and oktapang a rooftop studio. Yeah, and koshiwon, you know the koshiwon where people study. That's that's how tests. I roll. I'm in an oktapang, not a koshiwon, not yet at least, <laughs> not yet. That may come, mm-hmm. but uh, oktapang is is I'm in a nice one, you know, mm-hmm. plenty of room. Definitely not, um, you know, a penthouse apartment. Mm-hmm. But oktapangs are cool. 
So they say about like people between the age of 20 to 34 residing in Seoul, 37% of them actually live in a jiokgu. And that's significantly high compared to other age groups. Mm. Um, and a lot of it, and, be, and especially around university areas, like uh, a recent me- a media outlet actually did a survey about 10 different universities around Seoul. And the monthly rent was about like 400,000 to 500,000 won. That was about like $400 mm-hmm. in dollars. For Jiokko housing. Right, for Jiokko okay. housing, for any type of housing, actually. Ah. But, um, and the average upfront payment was about 14 million to 18 million won. And some take a semester or a year off to actually save up money for their housing expenses mm. because it takes the ratio of like rent is about like 40 to 50% of their income. I can believe that. And like if you live somewhere very far away from Seoul and you have to go to university, you can't just like take a KTX every time to go to school and take of your classes. Course. That'll right? wipe about your your income right there right right so um they say these homeless young generation is called also called the mindal pengi generation or the slug generation so mindal pengi mindal peng is a slug or mindal pengi is a slug is a slug so you don't have a shell to protect yourself when you move around (laughs) okay in a harsh environment (laughs) i love these uh applications of of nicknames and words that koreans do uh, just in the last two minutes, I've learned Jiokko generation and Mindal Pengi generation. generation. Okay. So this housing problem is very it has a lot of serious implication because because they don't have a secure living place, it delays their marriage age as well as it restricts their movement for when they get a job. If even if they get a good job offer in Seoul, because of the rent prices, they would you know decline that offer and Hence then go the Mindal Pengi because they can't right. move fast. Mm-hmm. Uh. And also, it increases the conflict among family members because you constantly, you don't move out from your parents and you stay at your house and your parents have to pay for all the expenses. So mm. it also increases the conflict in society. So, um, I mean, this has, ultimately, you're alluding at the, the, the bottom line. There's, a, you know, a lot of numbers on the page that we can talk about in macroeconomic policies, mm. but this eventually starts to fray social and cultural uh, fabrics and mm-hmm. expectations. Right. That's the knock-on effect is that it's going to ultimately change culture if you've got a, a, a critical mass of your young people as chiokko mindal pengis, you know? <laughs> right. So I got to speak with a cultural critic professor named Lee Kwang about how the current housing crisis is affecting the younger generation. So it, he explained that the younger generation no longer wants to own a home because the economic conditions, as we've discussed, is simply not favorable at the moment. So this sort of mindset is drastically different from the older generation the baby boomers mm. um and he's which who have an obsession about buying a house so because in the old days this how having a house meant pros- prosperity and it was a way to build their very own shelter that was free from outside influences but the younger people has a changed perception about what they think of owning a house so in the in in the next clip uh, Professor Itekang will talk about how this idea change is happening among generations and the implications it has in Korean culture. Let's hear it. Korea was, uh, you know, definitely agricultural country you now before the you know, industrial development. Mm-hmm. So now actually the whole industrial development is done and then, uh, you know, full uh, swing of this kind of. Uh, and financial capitalism, you know, forced the people to buy any real estate. And Korea in particular, actually, you know, the apartment. 
so-called apartment. So uh, that's why actually the, some, you know, the rich people want to preserve their wealth buying, uh, you know, this kind of apartment. Mm -hmm. And then they actually try to the, keep, you know, level on, you know, this, uh, um, the price. Mm -hmm. That's why actually they, it couldn't actually get down. Of so course, how is it like affecting their morale and like their perspective about yeah, life? Yeah, uh, in my opinion, actually the their uh, viewpoints on the family, mm -hmm. the family value is so rapidly changed. Mm -hmm. So they no longer have you know that kind of very um, firm you know the idea of mm -hmm. uh, familiarization. What I mean, they wanna make a family. They mm -hmm. wanna get. Um, the marry with the, you know anybody you know quickly, uh -huh. so they instead of that they what they want is definitely enjoy their life, you know, yeah. and they on the process of the kind of uh, you know enjoying life, uh, they wanna actually find out the partner to um the share their you know value or something you know? because uh, they know that they couldn't save the money enough you know until their actual retirement you know or as their you know. The 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 you no know, age you know period. That's why what they wanna is definitely um enjoy at the moment and then uh you know just uh, forget their future. Mm -hmm. So uh, as for the housing, you know, the many people wanna you know actually the shared mm -hmm. the space together. Mm -hmm. That is actually what happened in the England in nineteenth century. Mm -hmm. You can find out the shared house, you know semi-detached, you know, and the cottage, something like that. You can find out that is a kind of historical solution to uh, this sort of housing crisis. So uh, mm -hmm. we need actually this um, kind of solution, you know, mm -hmm. um, because of you can buy, you can see that, you know, there is kind of generation confliction, generation gap with, you know, the revolving around this kind of housing issue. So uh, I think, uh, you know, I don't think actually the, the owning house is not necessary for your life. That's why I little bit respect in the young generation decision. You know. Do you actually think what the government is doing right now is a good solution to to solve this problem, or do you think yeah, there needs so, to be more room for growth? Or so complicated. But actually, the mm -hmm. I think uh, what uh, our government, the you know, current government, did uh -huh. uh, about this kind of housing crisis is a very um, moderate, mm -hmm. you know, way. Mm -hmm. They didn't actually choose a very radical way to change, okay. you know, actually this situation. So they just uh, chose very uh, safe way. So mm -hmm. they want to force the middle class to, uh, who had, uh, you know, the one more actual house mm -hmm. to sell uh, actually their property mm -hmm. to the market. Mm -hmm. So they didn't actually touch, you know, the, the Highest, uh, you know, the elite, uh, actually, the you know, rich people. The what I mean, actually, they didn't touch the, the richest people, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And the richest people wouldn't be actually influenced by that kind of policy anyway. So, uh, so they wanna actually force the middle class to actually sell their property. Mm -hmm. um, so, a little bit, you know, that's why just uh, I don't, I don't say actually the current government solution is, uh, you know, the best one, mm -hmm. but. Uh, necessary one you know you couldn't actually uh, resist you know if you are in you know that position mm -hmm. you would actually do sense <laughs> thank you jan for that uh, interview with itek wang mm -hmm. um the cultural dimension is interesting i i thought his uh, reference to 
shared space and shared mm-hmm. housing. He, he seems to predict that something like that is going to sprout here in Korea where mm-hmm. you, know, you don't need so much space and so much private equity mm-hmm. to yourself. Maybe mm-hmm. there's solutions that involve sharing space. And we've seen that. We've, we've spoken to um, an executive with a shared housing company oh, here. Really? Yeah, uh, where they sort of, it's, it's a little bit like a, mm. a grown-up h a z u k j i p or a mm. grown-up yes, uh, dormitory. Yes. centralized kitchen and laundry mm-hmm. and whatnot, mm-hmm. and then just enough space to kind of um, live in, you know? Yeah, like sharing a space with other people is definitely a trend that young people are turning to. Um, there, I think last year there was a drama, there was a, like a TV series called 청춘시대, like the youth uh-huh. generation, uh-huh. that actually did talk about these young group of women who live in a share house that spur that interest among share yeah. houses. And by the way, this is what the rest of the world does, you know? <laughs> right. I mean, it's, uh, it's okay. A Western country countries, the U.S., Europe, you know, sharing housing for a while is kind of the way you start out mm-hmm. in, your, in your 20s and whatnot. Right, that roommate culture. I mean, here mm-hmm. in Korea, you're expected to go straight from family to, you know, new married life and mm-hmm. house and all. Um, that, that's got to slow down, apparently, according to this economy. Well, I guess, like, it... If you live in a share house, the quality of life would be a little bit better than living in one of those chiyoko because it's like hot in the summer, cold in the winter. You don't mm-hmm. really get a lot of sunlight. But mm-hmm. in a shared sharing space, you get like the kitchen and all the necessities you need. Uh-huh. And you also have a lot of company. Because nowadays, like they say, like 30, in like 2030, 37% will be single households. Yeah. And for them, you know, share, share house would be a very good solution to get yourself out of the loneliness and solitude. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. I do think some of the spaces, some of the Jiokgu spaces, maybe not Gushiwan, that's mm. pretty much a set template. Mm-hmm. But uh, Oktapang, for example, or basement places with a sense of um, kind of creativity can be transformed into really cool spaces. I, for example, mm. am ecstatic with my Oktapang. You know, I've <laughs> redone it over and it's mm. totally comfortable. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Uh, it is a social status question in a right. lot of ways, right? Right. For it is a social status question. So a lot of media, they coined the term called house divided or mm. in Korean, house divided. Mm. So this is a phenomenon where your, your level of worth, uh, wealth is... Um, is uh, is determined by where you live or whether you actually own a house or not. So very interesting phenomena are happening related to the house prices. For an instance, if you go on a blind date, young people actually ask for the other person's address mm. to see if they live in Seoul. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That makes a better marriage partner. And also uh-huh. if they don't live in Seoul, for some people say it's a deal breaker. It's they don't spec, meet isn't it? Them. Yeah, it's a spec. We've actually got another clip on deck. I know you've done your usual thing of going around and hearing what people say, and I don't mm-hmm. want to miss out on hearing that. Would it be okay if we roll that now? Sure. Let's do it. Before having a child, I didn't think owning a house was important. But with our baby, we want a secure living space for our baby's education. A place that we can decorate the way we want. Since home prices have increased so much in such a short span of time, it's harder for newlyweds like us to buy a home. It'd be great if the government could provide more housing options for newlyweds, such as the Hopetown Apartments. It would also be great if the government could ease regulations on loans for young people like us so we can actually use it to buy a place of our own. I live with my parents, so I don't know how harsh the conditions are, but my friends seem to have a hard time finding a place to live. All of them live around areas where the rent is relatively cheap. 
and I heard the only way to reduce the rent is to pay more key money. So my friends that don't have a lot saved up have a hard time dealing with high rent prices. And I have friends that work in Hongdae but live in the Kojichon area or somewhere far away from their work, so that's a bit of a struggle for them. As university students, if we decide to move out, the problem is always rent, because in college town areas, the price is up to the landlord. The rise in home prices makes things harder for students who are already struggling to pay tuition fees. Most school dorms only accommodate one-third or half of the total number of students, so students that don't get in have no choice but to commute or find a place of their own. In this day and age, it's nearly impossible for young people who've just started their first job to find a place to live in or near Seoul. So I don't think we necessarily need to own a house. We can find other housing options. I don't think it's a good idea to take out a large loan and use all of my money trying to pay off a mortgage. I moved to Seoul 20 years ago and started out in a small place that I rented out. I worked hard and saved up little by little and eventually found an opportunity to buy a house. And now that I own a home, I don't need to move or worry about the rent going up, and to me, a home means security. Hard work should be rewarded, but in this society that the older generation has created, hoping for a reward is just a pipe dream. They seem to feel that there's no point in even saving up, because buying a house just seems impossible. So a lot of young people no longer wish for anything in return and end up settling for the status quo, looking for that so-called soak king, or small but certain happiness in life. So Hakeng, there we hear that term again. Uh-huh. We are contenting ourselves with So Hakeng. So um, yeah, we, uh, you know, gentrification mm. and speculation are going nowhere mm-hmm. anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Um, the government is doing its best in kind of a vaguely class-targeted way to make it a little bit difficult, more difficult for richer speculators, investors mm-hmm. to wheel and deal and easier for those at the uh, lower income end to buy in. But there are also some other solutions. Sure. So the whole idea of living space is the whole trend is moving from owning a house to sharing a space. So some options would be share houses, as we've mentioned, also some co-living spaces that are popping up recently. Mm. And the government is turning more to a social options where you have co-op departments that could reduce the rent but gives more sharing space and community to people living in there. I guess it's a way of tweaking sort of the legality of Mm -hmm. how these apartments are zoned and so forth, Mm -hmm. Um, how you can slice and dice the living and the personal space in a larger apartment and centralize some of the shared facilities as well. At the younger end of things, uh, you know, in your early 20s, that sounds like a fine solution. I think there's probably too much pressure on young people to jump right into apartment ownership in Korea. Jae-yoon, excellent work as always. I really appreciate it, and I will see you again soon. Thank you.